Welcome to Get Real with Richard Walter. I heard somebody saying that it's uh, complaining, really, that how hard it is to get started as a writer in Hollywood. They don't really want to work with anybody, she said, who doesn't have uh, credits. And um, uh, uh, so how do, you, how do you get in? Uh, if you don't have any credits, how do you... You can't. Well, how, do, how do you get? How do you get? Anyway, it's it's completely untrue. Uh, it's going to sound kind of crazy to you, but uh, in Hollywood, your best credit is no credits. That's right. Hollywood is the one place on earth where you start at the top and you work your way down. Remember, what do movies do? They they romanticize. They uh, uh, idealize. The human condition, don't they? And um, that's what the movie business also does. And they they can take a uh, a blank slate, a new writer, uh, somebody, for example, coming out of one of the film schools, maybe even the one in Westwood. Hey, I'm a Trojan too. Uh, I think my podcast listeners know that. I went to that other school across town uh, during the Lucas era. George calls it the Walter era. Anyway, um, I'll say it again. Uh, with, with no credits, you're in the best shape you can possibly be in because they can romanticize about a blank slate. They can project onto you the image uh, uh, that they want to see uh, regarding what you will be like down the line when this movie, whatever it is that they're talking to you about, what they're hiring you for, God willing, they're doing that. Um, uh, what they want to, <laughs> to come out and what they want the situation to be. When, when writers have had real experience, inevitably, uh, and, and, and this is true, the more experience you have, inevitably there's going to be like bad experience um, from the point of view of the business, you're going to be connected to pictures that um, didn't make money. Um, some did, some didn't. Uh, and there's nobody out there uh, with a completely clean slate. Um, and we've often thought, we, the faculty, my, my colleagues and friends uh, back in the, my, my professor days, um, we used to be soberly aware of the fact that uh, we experienced writers, um, which is what you had to be to get on the on the faculty, um, had a, uh, a, a, a less of a chance of uh, selling something than um, <laughs> than the writers around the table, our students, because once again, blank slates they were, and here we were with track records, all of us with with some, some encouragement in our track records, but inevitably, unavoidably also uh, uh, the opposite of that. So here I am. Uh, we I'm recording this uh, uh, very, very nearly um, uh, at the time that uh, my new novel, Deadpan, will be available for uh, pre-order, and you can pre-order it by going to richardwalter.com. And right there, the uh, there'll be a big neon flashing link that take you right to the set. And yes, it is okay to buy several copies, one for yourself and um, uh, others to give as gifts uh, to people who like uh, like good literature. That we're going to make allowances for that. I don't tolerate that. So don't. 
be worried about uh, being greedy. You can buy many, many, many copies of, of, of the book. It's something I like to do for, uh, for my, my readers and for the general public. Anyway, I knew I would sell that book right away. For one thing, it's, it's, it, 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 it's just a triumph, a work of genius, uh, uh, possibly the greatest book ever written, maybe even the greatest achievement in the history of civilization. Um, on top of that, um, uh, uh, the, the, uh, you know, I, I had a, uh, um, good record of, of publishing stuff. It'd be my sixth published book. My third published novel, my last novel was a, a bestseller. My, my hardcover, my, um, uh, nonfiction books for Penguin Random House, my screenwriting books, uh, are in print for 35 years and have sold hundreds of thousands of copies. Uh, surely I would, under the uh, most circumstances, be able to sell Deadpan uh, right away to a uh, major publisher. Indeed, there would surely, surely be uh, be an auction. And then there was more to it than that. Uh, there, the, the, this is a time of uh, reckonings. We've had reckonings in race, in gender, and sexuality. All of them uh, uh, welcome, in my view, and and in fact, uh, also in my view, long. Uh, Overdue, um, and a subsequent consequential search within the publishing business for uh, voices from uh, members of marginalized communities. And here I am, uh, just exactly such an author. I'm uh, at the intersection of uh, ageism, I'm an old guy. Um, and, uh, I am disabled. I'm, I'm hearing impaired. I have, uh, uh, uh I am an orthopedic cane wielding kind of a dude. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, have ser- serious mobility issues. So here's an old disabled guy with the greatest book ever written should sell right away. Nobody would touch the book. Even my own agents who sold my last novel would not respond even merely to a query. I think it had to do something with the, the description of the writer I just gave you, but also the fact that the Dead Band deals with the incendiary issue of, uh, of the day, racial and, and religious um, identity, um, uh, bigotry, and in particular anti-Semitism. These are really sensitive issues that, at this moment, and um, kind of seems like publishing's been taken over by people who don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. I always thought it's, it's a writer's job to make uh, uh, readers feel uncomfortable, at least when they're when, when we're writing um, uh, uh, what they call dramatic narratives, uh, uh, stories, be they films or. Novels, uh, librettos for operas, whatever the, whatever they are, uh, you want to get people excited and and upbeat, not uh, uh, calm and 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 comfy. Uh, when I get calm and comfy, I go into a deep deep snooze. Uh, uh, instead of watching the movie, I watch the inside of my uh, my eyelids. Um, so it was, uh, uh, I, I subsequently queried um, 50 agencies. Only three of them responded at all, and uh, um, uh, just polite for perfunctory uh, 
turndowns <laughs> from them. And then I read about Heresy Press in the uh, Pella Paul's column, actually, in the New York Times, a, a new publisher, a traditional publisher, but a brand new publisher, uh, wanting to embrace risk instead of, of avoid it, wanting to publish material that was on, on the basis of its merit, um, rather than the uh, the background of uh, whoever it is who uh, who wrote it, um, uh, I sent them a query. Uh, they uh, uh, and I, I, plus plus the first chapter. Uh, two days later, they asked to see the uh, uh, the whole book. Two days after that, they made me an offer of a contract, and here we are now, uh, uh, maybe just two weeks away, as I record this from. The book becoming available. You can get it. Guess where? I've already told you, right? RichardWalter.com. More better to order it there rather than from Amazon because we want to support a courageous new publisher, uh, Heresy Press, by by purchasing it directly from them. Uh, However, yes, you can also get it on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com and wherever books are sold, ladies and gentlemen, even uh, in bookstores. Thanks for listening. To get real with Richard Walter, please uh, subscribe on Medium and, and, and Substack. Uh, do share these uh, episodes with, with friends on social media. And uh, come on back and uh, uh, let's, let's talk more about, uh, about uh, writing.